You must be 18 or older to listen to this podcast. When I snap my fingers, I want you to sit down on this big fucking tent pole, and I want you to sit down all the way. Matt and Ouija. No hesitation. You get that thing lined up with that butthole, and you sit straight down all the way. That's right. It's time for the big gay sex show with the two big studs themselves. You know what I want. Now give it to me. Give it to them, guys. And here now they are. Matt and Ouija. Sick. You just get all the way fucking down on it. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh! For fuck's sake is right. People. Yeah, sit on my monkey pox. <sighs> yeah, monkey gooner. Well, hopefully by the time this is released, monkey pox has not <laughs> overtaken. And we're all like, the monkey our listeners pox. are like, how could you say that? Yeah, the whole world's like stricken with monkey pox and we're all sitting here making fun well, of it. At least it's mostly not fatal. I think there's only like been like one death reported mm. from it. But Well, there is a vaccination though. Yes. Oh, in fact, one of the clinic that I uh, do some work for was the first in Sacramento to have uh, a, a clinic day for vaccinations from it. Now, and it so, filled up like that. And folks, when he says he does work for it, he really means he provides plenty of work for it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's actually, I know that you're trying to be rude, but I'm going to cut you <laughs> off because it's just not going to work. So we, I was in a planning meeting type, a strategic planning meeting for this client. And... They're like, you know, one of the wonderful things is that we had a lot of client retention and repeat customers. And I leaned over to my friend who is also like on their board. And I said, is it really a good thing if an STD clinic has a lot of repeat customers? (laughs) (laughs) And they were just kind of like. I don't know. I didn't really think about that. <laughs> but it's like, you're doing something wrong. Uh-huh. If they keep getting it. <laughs> if they keep having to get checked for it. And if they keep getting it from the same person, uh-huh. that's even worse. Oh, God. You know, I, th- I, I don't know. I mentioned there's probably a lot of people out there that had that one trick, mm-hmm. that one regular trick. That, you know, you're like, okay, are you sure you're good this time? Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. And then he has that with them, and they're like, a week later, they're like, um, I just got told... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, by the way, you're going to have to shave and burn everything because I, I got crabs again. Yeah, because yeah. uh, a friend of mine, um, he would he would have me re- over regularly to help uh, nail his husband. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, like a week later, every time, they're like, uh, we hate to do this to you, but like, God <laughs> bless America. Uh, but Yikes. Well, anyway, hello. Welcome to the Big Gay Sex Show, the Daddy Years Twice a Month podcast that tells you everything you ever wanted to know about. Gay sex. And everything you still absolutely do want to know and still don't want to know. Yeah, you fucked that up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Matt. And I'm Ouija. And a quick reminder that Patreon offers listeners a way to support creators like us. And receive rewards not open to the general public, like dirty audio clips, Patreon-only videos, vintage podcast archive access, naughty photos of Ouija and Matt, and more. If you want to become a patron of the show for as little as $1 a month, just go over. It's patreon.com 
slash BGSS. All I right. want to thank our current patrons and and our newest patrons. Well, I already did that one. Bobby, Bobby, <laughs> Shane, Jonathan, and R. R. We we thanked them last time. Too. R, are you listening? Uh, and uh, also, we want to welcome our new Twitter and Instagram Reddit followers, and remind you. Uh, that the July 2022 issue of Desert Heat Magazine is out with J.P. Rugger, the stud and he's hot. on the Find cover. Him. Looking fun and sexy. Sick Tug of... him, slug him, but oh, don't yeah. bug him. Oh, I, I, think, I think if it's the spread I'm thinking about, there's uh, there's pictures of him being tongued. Anyway. But does, uh, it, does it show his, uh, his whole body? Yeah. It shows everything? Yeah, that's why I keep telling you gotta go clean, look you need at to it. Pause this and open it up. Oh dear! But you go get your free copy of DesertHeatMag.com, and then you can look at this as well. Boom! We are back. Chakalaka. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's fine as fuck. Yeah, and, totally and that's is. a good spread too. Desert Heat, you've done it again. Yes. Mr. Uh, Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> and if you know what that reference is, guess what? You're as old as I am. Or you watch reruns on Cartoon Channel or something. I don't know they made me watch that. That was such a crappy cartoon in the beginning. What, Mr. Magoo? Mr. Magoo. It was. It was actually, okay, so... And it was horrifyingly racist at this point. Racist? Because his best friend was, like, Asian. And it was, like, the not-the-nice-Asian. Oh, I don't, you know what I don't I mean? even remember the that. The squinty eyes and the big teeth, kind of. Ugh. Yeah, no, that, that yeah, original I don't, cartooning. I don't remember that, thankfully. But it, they would also be pissed because it's making fun of blind people. Ah, Although if true. the fucker put on glasses, ah, he would have Mr. McGee, been fine. Done so it again. He wasn't making fun of blind, he was just an asshole. Ah. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, okay, don't forget... Someone who's not an asshole, <laughs> go over and check out check out uh, Taylor Imagined uh, at Taylor Imagined on Twitter, and check out his Fansly Fansly.com slash Taylor Imagined. Got some great. There's a lot of great stuff on there. I mean, there is a lot of stuff, videos and and pictures and different things. So definitely got to go check that out. All right. Well. Do, 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 do. We're going to jump back into uh, catching up since we had a whole month of stuff that we weren't able to get to. We're still doing some catch. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <sighs> Ouija just showed me the Asian character on Mr. Magoo. That's just. <laughs> so I don't know that you'd actually find it anymore. Because <laughs> well, Mr. Magoo might, was always uh, it was a psychic. Um, of course, anything. You could kind of say anything before, like the. 1985, and well, actually after that too, but definitely any anything from the 70s and before has got to, there's just going to be something in there that's going <laughs> to piss people off. There's trigger warnings for everything before the 1980s. Yeah, actually, maybe. Well, no, I'll, actually, there was there was oh god, what was it? There was some show I was watching recently, and it was like a modern sitcom oh. type thing. And it, but it was from the, like the, the eighties or something. And it, it had that, it had the, oh, it was a, it was a British show from the late seventies, uh, early eighties. It was called uh, good neighbors. Uh, and it had on there, 
before every episode, this this show contains things that may offend some people because please keep in mind that it was done a long time ago, uh-huh. and it was like every once in a while they would say something that was like a um, like a, a barb against like you know like uh, Indian people uh-huh. in or. Um, or like an Asian type thing, but it oh. wasn't like meant to be a slur. It was part of their vernacular back uh, then. But now we're like, I'll cringe because you're like, you can't, don't say shit like that, uh, man. But they had the entire series where on every part of it, it came up and it said, there's material in here that may be offensive to some people, please. You know, uh, if you don't like it, turn it off. Well, that's me. <laughs> kind of, you know, Yeah. Anyway, hey, so we're going to get right into some listener feedback. And, All right, uh, let's get into it. So Let's get deep. It, are, are you, can you see it okay? I can, yeah. You want I might to, wearing you want glasses because I don't have any. Oh, uh, I, I do. Them. I have beautiful new glasses. He does. Actually, he has the, I call them the Avengers because they're very shiny, almost lasery cutty. And they're they very pretty. like to sit on my face like the Avengers. <laughs> That's called the Revengers. <laughs> Drew says, good afternoon, guys. I just found your podcast and I am binge listening to it. Great topics, great advice, great stories. I'm in the early 30s now, but first started being honest about who I am when I was 16. I am a sub bottom who is into older guys. Eh. Hello, Drew. Eh. Um, are hey, are you my neighbor? Because I <laughs> no, I do actually have a neighbor named Drew, um, and he is in his thirties, and he's adorable. Um, I have a sub bottom who is into older guys, and as I've only been with one guy younger than me, keep up the great work, and I look forward to more episodes. Great social media. Thank you. I appreciate yes, that, that is very much appreciated. And, and, you know, that kind of brings me to, like, something I was going to say, too, mm. is that right now in this dark time of just the world, if, <laughs> you know, if you find yourself getting depressed or getting um, kind of um, a little unhinged or whatnot, what I've noticed um, was that the, the minute I turned off and turned away from my social media mm. and turned away from the news for yeah. a while, my life drastically improved. So keep in mind that... Um, you know, as you go about your day and if you are feeling kind of dark and drained and, and whatnot, maybe you're, you are taking, you know, you're taking to, to social media a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, cause even my TikTok, which is usually filled with, you know, comedic pieces and whatnot, the darker, sadder stuff does pop up periodically. It does put uh, like a little bit of a damper on my day. Um, so yeah, just a reminder that if you are experiencing an overload, you know, go ahead and, you know, feel free and allow yourself to step away. Yeah, sometimes kind of like you've talked about having to take a porn diet uh-huh. before, and sometimes, or porn fast, or whatever, but sometimes you need to do that with your news and your social media, mm-hmm. too, especially in these days where, like, I, like I'm like i glued to the, you know, the hearings, mm-hmm. uh, but once I'm done with that, I need to take a day away from stuff, uh-huh. just so that there's some balance. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Hey, Clayton wrote in and said, can't wait for the next episode. Well, you had to wait a while, didn't you? Sure did. (laughs) Sending some possible uh, topic ideas. He did. He sent a lot of really good good ideas. And then uh, hope you're both feeling better. Thank you. And then we have uh, this one. Uh, 
Everyone is picks always makes me feel better. I know. All right. Hi, boys. Hope all is well. Enjoying the latest shows. Bill. And then Thank you, Bill. Bill sent in another beautiful uh, naked photo of himself. But Bill's like the hot, um, your hot older cousin that you, you want to get. Uh, really? I was know, thinking he, he's more like that, that stepdad that uh, ends up bumping into you. And I, oh, I saw that. Young uncle. Yes. He's a young uncle. But I saw this. A uncle. Dirty ass straight porn. Dirty ass. Ooh, I hate when you see no, dirty no, ass no, and straight it was, porn. There, all the asses were clean. <laughs> but it was this really hot daddy. So I was like, okay, well, what's he going to do? Uh, and so the chick is like, oh, who's playing his daughter? Uh, well, step, <laughs> stepdaughter, whatever the fuck, okay. you know. Uh, anyway, so she's all like trying to brush her teeth and everything. And he's trying to get in around her to like do something with the, and she just keeps like rubbing her butt into his crotch until finally he gets so frustrated. He just rips down her pants and sticks it out and just rabbit fucks the hell out of her. With like, don't you tell your mom about this? And I'm like, oh man, where's the gay version of this? Ah. You know, but it was still he was hot. Well, so. I hope she was on pills because nowadays, oh no, she better not get. That's the oh, well, you know, <laughs> you, you have to have daddy's baby now, <laughs> which you know in fantasy land could be like if you're watching it in porn, you're all like, oh, that's kind of hot. But when in real life, you're like, oh fuck. Uh huh. Son of a bitch. Yeah. What are you no, doing? and that's that's the thing that really frustrates me about the whole yeah. Yeah, like no whole, fucking exceptions. Separate. Yeah. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. All right, moving on. Uh hey Ouija, where yeah. can I go to find Ouija's content and support his Twitter, etc.? Ask Gabe uh Gavin. Gay Gavin? Uh, <laughs> apparently if he wants to watch your stuff, he must be gay. Well he could be bisexual. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, be bisexual that's true. Gavin. That's absolutely that true. Gay You're Gavin? right. Sorry. No, I, didn't, no, I didn't mean to, to, to sexual you. Uh, you know how some people gender you. I didn't mean to sex you. But, so, um, um, and, and no, and Gavin, no, he did not say gay Gavin. He was starting to say Gavin, and then he like <laughs> caught himself, and then he said Gavin. Yeah. So um, anyways, he wasn't he wasn't purposely singling you no, out as homosexual. No. But I am. I'm admiring you. Because you were trying ass. to find my stuff. You can always find it at... at um, Oh, if you find ours, guess what? It's only a couple clicks away. So find ours together, yeah. uh, the Big Gay Sex Show, and then um, hit us up, and then we'll uh, link you. Because otherwise, because I didn't do the right thing with it, and I got one of those damn ones that has like five million numbers attached to it. Yeah, so. it's it's actually not hard to find. If you find the BGSS one, and then kind of just see, you follow BGSS, right? Yes. So if you follow it, you can you can find it pretty easy, like. Yeah. By ours. So. I'm not shy. Yeah. I'll show you what I got. <laughs> but you got to show me what you got. That's true. That's true. Well, I show you reason. mine. Yeah. You show me yours. All right. So we do have some, some big listener, several big uh, listener feedback. Oh, so great. I will take the first uh, one if you will take the second one. Sound good? I'll take it. Uh, okay. So Stan. Stan. And Stan. Remember that Stan wow, is our name. we have a lot of Stans. I know. It's a very popular name. Uh, <laughs> but remember that Stan is our name for listeners to ask for their name to be with withheld. Anons. Yeah. Um, so Stan writes, I'm saying things I don't normally admit. Mm-hmm. There was a brief discussion of taking testosterone and steroids on the last podcast. Mm. Y'all said there was a guy who went kind of wild after starting uh, 
testosterone and roids. Let me put my two cents in. I've been injecting a long-acting form of testosterone since 2013. Cool. I take a good bit of it every week, injecting three times a week. I keep myself at a high normal level of testosterone. My level is about what a 25-year-old produces naturally. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, a little over 800 total testosterone. Uh, when I started on this, my body only produced less than 60 total testosterone. It was tested twice, and I started working with an endocrinologist to get this right. Back then, I felt like a t I felt like total shit. I was moody, unable to sleep, couldn't get my dick hard for anyone. I was gaining weight and didn't have any energy. Within a month, I started feeling better. My doctor brought me my testosterone levels up slowly, and when we got to a current 800-plus level in five years, wow. I got and continued to get blood work every three months, over $350 worth of tests. In between my doctor's tests, if I feel a little off, I order my own tests, and I'm getting good at reading them. One thing that's different from my body producing natural testosterone is that a natural man's testosterone varies throughout the day. Higher in the morning, lower in the evening, lower still due to lack of sleep or stress. Um, my testosterone stays pretty stable all the time. One of my shots stays in my system for 12 days, and I take three shots a week. Almost no fluctuations. I feel, I feel good all the time. Now there are things a man has to do once he starts testosterone replacement. He has to lose weight. Body fat converts testosterone into estrogen, making a man moody and limp dicked. My doctor told me to start weight training and watch my calories. That was also uh, part of the slow ramp up. He had to get weight off before getting to a feel-good level. Now, enough about my experience. Let me guess that the, what's going on with your friend. If he's on testosterone replacement, he may feel better than he has in years. He also may feel better about himself than he has in years. It sounds like he took weight off, got stronger, brought his levels back to a high normal. Uh, the testosterone won't make anyone fuck everything in sight, but it sure opens up the possibility to fuck more. Let me tell you about a few things that have happened recently to me. I was walking into a restaurant with my husband. I was still midway in the parking lot when I got noticed by a woman holding open a door to the restaurant I was walking toward. It took over a minute to get to the door, and she said, I just had to get a closer look at you. I was shocked and mumbled something. At another restaurant uh, after the gym and after the gym and still in gym shorts and stringer tank, I ordered food in the bar and walked across the restaurant to the bathroom. I passed a table of six women who were talking. On the way to the restroom, the table was silent, all eyes in my direction, and one woman even turned her chair toward the bathroom. I got a wow as I passed. At Walmart, I brought a bunch of I bought a bunch of lawn furniture. It was hot as hell, and I whipped my shirt off before loading all the crap in the car. I got a "Oh, you hot!" from an African American lady who passed by. Now I'm not much of a looker, but uh, still a little overweight, too short, old as dirt. So I surprised 
So I'm surprised by the attention. It's not just women. Gay guys have been pretty aggressive with their attention. But I'm telling these stories because your friend might get more opportunities than he did before. He's just doing what a man wants to do. He might be on steroids in addition. Testosterone alone will increase muscle mass. Roids will kick it, this into overdrive. But a man will get pretty damn big on just testosterone. I highly recommend it. Yes, there are drawbacks. Yes, you can lose your ability to make your own. Straight guys may not be able to father children. It's expensive. One cannot be afraid of needles, but it's improved my life. Um, so, I actually know who this is. Ah. And yes... Stan is fucking hot. And I'm not just, oh yeah, he, he's fucking hot. He is fucking well, hot. Well, until I see something, I'm not going to. Yeah. You've yeah. seen it once you figure out, once I tell you who it is. But anyway, we won't, of course, do that for the show. Well, um, you're going to do that for me now. Oh. You All right. Pause, you we'll be right it. back, on, listeners. Folks. Are you satisfied? I am very thoroughly satisfied. Yeah, took you long enough, you gooner, gooner, booner, fucking <laughs> stupid gooner, monkey, monkey booner, monkey booner, you fucking bunny gooner, gooner. <laughs> right. So, uh, anyway, thank you so much for writing in, Stan, and talking about thought. That actually is like a lot to think about. Who knows? Maybe if uh, you know, we get a little. Uh, Extra money for all those tests and everything. Maybe we get the uh, all right. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. test it. Yeah, get extreme test. Actually, I do. I, you know, at some point I do. I want to check all that. You know. Yeah. Because I mean, you know, folks. I mean, we are getting to an age where you know we have these modern miracles of science, and right. might as well check them out. So just check them out responsibly, though. Yeah, and that's the thing is, like, I I was talking about maybe wanting to do some stuff to boost my testosterone. Um, and uh, I had a friend of mine who's a nurse who was just like, oh, my God, please talk to your doctor first. Oh, my God, I need do it. And I'm just like, oh, well, duh. No, I'm oh, what a world. Really? All right. Well, here we go. We've got right. another uh, quite, back. quite long one. And this, uh, this comes from uh, another comes stand. Actually, there. You want to do it that way? Oh, wow. It's from, uh, from, I like a, it. from another Stan, as far as I know. Stan the man. Yes. All right. So, I hope it's okay that I reach out with a message. First, let me get the fangirl stuff out of the way. Oh, my God. One of my favorite podcasters following me on, t on Twitter. In all seriousness, I hope you and Matt know. Oh, so you're the favorite. I'm the afterthought. Yes. I'm glad you are understanding. Whatever. Uh, in all seriousness, I hope you and Matt know how important BGSS, the daddy years, is to men on the older end of Generation X, who grew up in the mid upper Midwest, and who followed the expected life path of a wife and family. Don't get me wrong. I've had a comfortable life raising three spectacular kids and have a great friendship with my wife. At the time, choosing the lifestyle I desired would have meant being ostracized from my family and most of my friends, and I wasn't brave enough, like you and Matt, to be true to myself. Listening to the two of you 
share your life's adventures, and talk about your favorite Twitter guys, thirst traps, and gay websites, and also talking about the challenges that you and other gay men have faced in the past and continue to face in today's fucked up society, provides a real outlet for men like me, who often long for a life that has eluded them and gives a better gives me a better understanding of the amazing lives you and Matt have created by living your true and best lives. So in all sincerity, thank you. Oh. And that's very sweet. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, I too, um, you know, feel for, you know, your plight, you know, and, you know, the life that you've had to lead um, for you, um, for the best outcome for you. So I'm glad that we're and, here and I'm glad that you're actually writing in. It's pretty awesome. Um, so and on a lighter note, on oh, three no. great kids. Yeah, because that—that's something that important mm. came out of that. On a lighter note, I love your Twitter feed. I joined the Twitter sphere very recently and decided to try and find your page first. I remembered you saying on a podcast a couple months ago that your Twitter handle was Ouija, followed by a bunch of numbers. And if fans were willing to scroll for a while, they'd likely find it. And happily, I did. Your retweets are of exactly the men who make my little guy very happy mm. and hard. I'm sure it's not so little, but lots of beautiful bodies and dicks of all shapes and sizes and lots and lots of bush. Yes. You know, guys. Yeah. Yeah. You like, you like, uh, I like bush. Yeah. I mean, I like, you know, I mean, if it's a little too out, you know, out of control, then you, know, you can always trim it up. Yeah, but. Gym, but yeah. But I've been noticing lately a lot of guys are like all hairy, but then they mm-hmm. just shave off the, just their pube. And it looks a little odd. Doesn't then they, it? Yeah. Then they look weird. They got like chest hair, leg hair, arm um, hair, and then they're they just, just bare down there. Uh-huh. Little wow. Okay, that's a choice. Now, no, too many of us look good there. Actually, I, I heard a woman talking about this, and I can completely agree. There are some that, um, if you have it waxed off or you have it, you know, if you shave it down or whatever, because you want to experiment or you like it or whatever, that's cool. But some of them were talking about how they have it, like, lasered off or, like, permanently removed. And they're like, you know, that's a choice you don't get back. Mm. And in later years, you might want some it back. Oh, so think about that. People. Yeah, because, I mean, and, and here's a little side note. Mm. So, um, you know, uh, as you kind of, like, you know, um, get older, you know, Losing weight isn't as quick and easy as it used to be, folks. Mm-hmm. So you get a little heavy down there. You get a little upper pu- pubic fat, mm-hmm. as is known by men and women, UPF. A little poopa. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you get some poopa. Um, you know, the hair helps a lot. So yes, keep yeah. that in mind if you're going and getting it all like lasered off. Because I do know somebody who, who does that. But he does it because I think he's more of a gender queer um, and mm. that's his thing is yeah. to look more like a young person. person. <laughs> so yes. anyways, uh, yeah, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother story and that might get us uh, in trouble. So, um, <laughs> he's grown, oh. he, he's of age. She's well of okay. age. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. So back to the, okay. <laughs> On a lighter note. Yes. <laughs> um, Twitter sphere right. very recently and decided to try and find your page first. Right here. Oh, this is, this is where we're at. Okay. And the chance to see hot pictures of you, your amazing body, and the beloved Big Red in all his glory oh. is icing on the cake. It was icing on somebody's cakes. <laughs> I know I rambled, and I apologize if I violated any Twitter etiquette with you. I look forward to more amazing podcasts and more cock 
and gorging photos on your Twitter feed. Be well. Yeah. Thank you, Stan. Yes, I, I will uh, make sure I get more up there and yeah. more going on. You know something that's kind of funny to me? What's that? When people write us on, on like the Twitter oh, or, or the Instagram or whatever, they always write to you. Hmm. And like, I'm like, yeah, it always gets me because I'm like, do you really think that he knows how to use any of this stuff? <laughs> do you really think that he does anything for the show except show up? I show up. I'm the one who feedbacks. does everything. So he does. I just pass along your messages. Yeah, he, he is yeah. my uh, he is my manager. <laughs> manager, and, uh, like production assistant. Exactly. He's his director. Yeah. And. <laughs> But no, um, seriously, Stan, thank you so much. <coughs> that was really cool. And yeah. I I look forward to talking more. There are so the many guys out there, though, that have had experiences like you that they made the choice to get into heterosexual marriages and, and have families and everything because of whatever their circumstances was were in their life. And as much as I used to kind of be like, you know, I, I guess when I was younger, I kind of looked down on that. But now that I'm older, I realize that you make the choices that you feel you have to make at the time for your survival, for whatever situation uh -huh. that you're in. And, you know. And there's, there's part of me that believes that really, honestly, I mean, I don't believe that fate is fixed, but I do believe that fate kind of has a plan. And yeah. I do believe that kind of guides us in a certain direction. Right. Um, so, I mean, you know, ugh. Who's to say, you know, what's right. the Well, and I mean, you've, you've got go. whatever, you know, it would be great if you can be out and you, you, you know, live your life free of that being hidden. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you got three kids, you got a friend in your life, you know, I mean, yeah. But I have noticed too, yeah. but I hear a lot about a lot of this, mm -hmm. um, that a lot of the people who did not come out, mm -hmm. Are people that were, you know, in the Midwest, the South, and yes. the Bible Belt, and they couldn't. Um, and so there's a, a lot of individuals who, who uh, did not opt to, you know, lose everything, right? For, um, you know, for life, you know. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it, it's quite something. I mean, it really is. I mean, um, you know, I think what made it a little easier for us too is where we were born. That's very true. Because um, California has always been known as the land of fruits and nuts and steers and queers. <laughs> right. And uh, um, so I think just being in such a liberal area on the West Coast. Yeah. And I say liberal tongue in cheek because we still have a lot of uh, well, nasty right. people from both, on both sides. But yeah. also the time that we came out, uh, you know, in the early or the mid 80s, mm -hmm. that was, I mean... <laughs> It, it still, it was not, it was oppressive. It was not. Yeah, it was no cakewalk. I mean, I, I mean, we had basically had to push our way through tons of fucking bullshit. Uh, but. And to this day, I still have to come out to a lot of people that I meet, you know, right. straight off the bat. And granted, I've gotten to a point where I'm just like, fuck it. You know, I'm like, you know, uh, like we got new people at work. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gay. So got any questions, you know, let me know. But, yeah. But yeah, here we are, because they were yeah. starting to get really questionable about like, you know, oh, do you have any kids? Oh, do you have this? Oh, do you have that? And I'm, I'm like, OK, you know what? Let me just uh, watch that right now. And uh, all good. All good. But just so you know, 
I'm a homo. Yeah. So, and that pretty much took care of it. Yeah. 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 No, it, it, the, we have a friend who uh, started a job last year and wasn't basically went into it being like not, you know, not wearing it on his sleeve, but uh, he certainly isn't closeted, but all of the ladies in his age group just went to Twitter and have been trying to seduce him for months and months and months until I'll each one of them is. seems I'll to finally see find out. Mm. And they're like, Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> that's like, still at work yeah. there. There's still areas that I haven't come out to that. I just, there's never been like, a, I can't, you know, I've never wanted to that still drop off, you know, flyers. Hey, I'm having a tea light candle party. Bring your wife, you know. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll do that, you know. But it's like people, you you don't have the time to like come out to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just like, oh, drop a flyer. I'll talk to you later. Okay. What's your wife's name? Bruno. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. No, no, <laughs> no, not that Bruno girl. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys so much for, for the feedback. We really, really do appreciate it. Hey, we did have a couple of, well, we had one listener question and this was basically, um, so on the last episode, we talked about the monkey pox and on this episode, I believe it was Clayton that wrote in and asked uh, us to compare and contrast the LGBTQ plus community's response to monkey pox and uh, and AIDS in the early 80s. Hmm. Honestly, I don't know if there... I mean, there is some hysteria, of course, from uh, from the haters that, oh, see, it's another gay play. Oh, I know, yeah, and yeah. And it's like, okay, at this point, nobody's dying. Oh, I, it is, from what we know... God hates not, them. He not keeps la- poisoning them with diseases. Yeah. From what we know, it's not, la- you know taking our lives it's not no, you know a mysterious cancer yeah it's something that's been around since 58 the only reason it's more prevalent with us is because it got into some sluts and general population the sluts which is fucked our, other sluts and so <laughs> sluts beget sluts <laughs> right and here we are and we say that lovingly no shaming oh yeah yeah no we're all sluts yeah i believe that we're all and i selling. think that's one of the things that even though i have hated hated seeing you sick in june at least you didn't show up with lesions and i had to be all like oh my god do you need a banana oh i did show up with lesions uh-huh i am legion we are many legion yeah get it because it's, it's like that old movie. Well, your personalities. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I really, I, I don't think there's a, a massive one right now. But you know what? Given the way the outbreak might go, that might be something that we find a comparison in a little bit later on. But yeah, I mean, I the mean, hysteria in the first couple days, first well, couple weeks where it was oh, I started on to be there but and yeah and it, it did give you know some fodder some minor fodder to some of the crazies like yeah. your your buddy uh, marjorie taylor green or whatever that, that did you see her oh no that's I psychotic that psychotic she, bitch she's ugly 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 person i can't even say her Anyways, name i don't even know if i said it right because i know she's got like three or four no names. you said it did i said it right yeah okay anyways but yeah yeah no she, she went on things saying that's just homosexuals. Yeah. They got diseases. I'm like, guess what? I'd rather have disease in your face. Not like that 
Bobert, who's like, I'm tired of the separation of church and state. That's just stupid junk. Like, oh my gosh, she's just a badly written character. <laughs> like, I wouldn't write a character that badly. Well, yeah, and there's so many of them right now. That's what's impressive is that there's so many that have risen to the top, and I'm like, how did this happen? I know. And and most of the gay the gay hater men are like so queenie. You're just like seriously. Well, and you know damn well that half those motherfuckers, including the guy in the wheelchair, are all going to turn out with like gay porn, like you know, videos leaked. Only well, pretty much already has. He's, you know, these people are crazy. I mean, well, he's, him, uh, him humping his friend's face. Well, and inappropriately touching his assistant in the car and. <laughs> It's just like, <sighs> yeah, that's, I mean, so if you guys are, are out there and you guys are not out, don't hate on the others. Yeah. Don't do it. Just, and that's really one of the big problems with like people like Ted Cruz and whatnot. Cause you just know at some point there's going to be some kind of gay sex game. Oh, I hope not. Not with that one. <laughs> I don't want you say that, they one. Keep that one. I mean, I still don't understand how that, used car salesman actually got no, anywhere. I, anyway, uh, anyway, enough of that shit. Yeah, because we're about gay sex. We're not about nasty. We're not about leftover. Speaking of, of kind of gay sex, though, here yeah. we go again. Last episode, we talked here about we some of the transphobic again. stuff. Um, IML actually had to issue a thing saying that they, um, over the past decades, we had several trans men not only teach, uh, but also hit our podiums, becoming an IML or IMBB. I'm not sure what that hmm. is. International Male Barebacker? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we lend our support affirmation to trans folks striving to create uh, spaces that and experiences that are both safe and sex positive. There was a class taught this weekend on the subject of vaginas and comfort levels uh, of play surrounding them. This class was taught by a trans man. It is our firm belief that trans men are men and therefore are afforded the same rights and privileges as cisgender men who come through our doors. We are disappointed in the transphobic responses to the class, of which the description was written by the educator and a trans man. Anyway, uh, but basically it goes on. So I guess there was some hating going on mm. on trans men at IML, and oh. that's fucked up. We firmly support that trans men are men, mm. and we love our yeah, trans I mean, men brothers and pictures of them and sometimes videos as well. Sometimes <laughs> videos of them being used by cisgender men as well. So... But I'm just saying, we love our trans guys. We do. The trans hate has to stop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ugh. I don't. I don't. You know, and, and part of it, too, is is once those individuals have met, well, actually, and you know what? They probably have met. You know, they probably man. met lots of trans guys. And, and they have no idea. Because they're guys. Oh, uh, Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I don't know. The ones I know are hot as fuck, and uh, yeah, I would totally do them. Yeah, I, I remember uh, the first trans guy that I knew uh, was a trans guy that I met. Oh my god, I couldn't stop staring at him because I was just like, oh, you well, and, are and such a hot, absolutely fascinating, hot how daddy. The 
for those of us that are liking men more on the butch side, mm-hmm. that once these trans men, you know, start going through the transformation, and there is butcher. nothing not man about them. I know. I mean, they are. Uh, there's something absolutely amazingly powerful about uh, you know testosterone in the male body. Mm. That's just, and that they they. You know, succumb to it, they become it. It's peen hardening. It is peen tastic. Yeah. I follow a whole bunch of trans guys on our Twitter mm-hmm. and just so fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. And I mean, the truth of it is, I don't know if we should say this, but. Sure. I'm going to say it. Yeah. I, I, a trans man should be, be treated no differently than, you know, somebody who's not as endowed. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. We all have some form of it, and here we are. I mean, I've I've been with guys that it, it was a nub. Oh, I mean, it may as oh, well yeah. have been a, a clitoris. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, I learned nubbing loving. I learned how to make Please that guy nubbin. fucking come. McNubbin. Yeah. And the same. <laughs> anyway, I am thinking mm. dirty thoughts now. Dirty thoughts. So surprised. Uh, let's see. How about, let's see. Uh, have you watched, you watched, um, Star Trek, the, the, um, Strange New Worlds, right? Oh, I've only seen the first one. I keep, I keep, uh, there's so many out, others that have come out. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put this one on back burner. Okay. And I'm going to catch up on, cause I mean, I'm a Stranger Things, like crazy person. I love Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Well, and definitely. So, yeah. Well, so, um. So Strange New Worlds, Star Trek, mm-hmm. obviously. And so the question came in uh, from Clayton. It said, "Just how gay are the new star are the new Star Trek series, like all of them? And how hot is Captain Pike?" Captain Pike should be called Captain Spike. Oh, Captain Daddy. He oh. spikes my penis. So him. Mm-hmm. And Spock, and especially Spock when he had the in the other series when he had his beard, oh god, so yummy. And then uh, Jim Kirk's brother, I forget what his name is, Sam Kirk, I think. Mm. Uh, in this, they're all just and <sighs> they're like it's like it's like the whole ship, every guy on it, the Doctor is just mm-hmm. like. Oh hello, yeah, please, yeah. Daddy. Uh-huh. So, um, but how gay? They're all gay. I mean, they all they all have like trans characters, uh, gay mm-hmm. characters. They have lesbian characters. They have binary, non-binary. It's just all over the board, and it's great to see. Mm-hmm. It's great representation. And one of the things I like about Strange New Worlds is there's like a binary, non-binary, or lesbian character. They haven't really said what she is, at least as far as I know. Don't care. She's there. You know she's there. It's not being crammed down your throat. It's just representation. Bitch, I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Yeah. And and that, I mean that's it. the only way to keep, you know keep 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 the walls down is to you know have us showing ourselves. You know what mm-hmm. I mean without without preaching. You know. Yeah, like Discovery. I mean, they have the transcripts in there. They have the two gay, the Doctor character and mm-hmm. the 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 guy that was in Rent, um, Anthony. Oh, the one that... Uh, Michael Hall. No, kidding. Kidding. But, yeah. Uh, the Spacey. Yeah. The one that turned in Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. That whole mess. But, uh, so, anyway, they're in there. They're great. 
but my favorite character in Discovery is the lesbian mechanic, and they don't use her enough. She's like the character that comes into a scene when they're all, uh, and she just like throws off some bitchy quip and then pulls her the fuck back together. And, you know, she's just, she's like the most perfectly written character mm. in Star Trek ever. I want her to be not overused because uh, when you overuse it, it can get kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. but I want to see her more. Uh, Trig, I think is what they call her. So anyway, great question. All the Star Trek guys are hot. No, uh, all of them. Yeah, Captain Pike is very. Hell, I'd even do Picard. So I don't pretty. care. They're all hot. He's grandfathered in. So grandfathered <laughs> literally, and yeah, uh, yeah, that is literally. <laughs> um. Let's see, now we've got lots of different topics here that we'll hit on at some point, mm-hmm. but uh, let's see if there was another. Okay, so that's some Doctor Dick stuff. We'll get to you later. Yeah. Um, and we've got lots more Clayton questions. So. All right, let's see here. All right, one quick thing, and then we're going to wrap it up here, is I wanted to recommend a book. Actually, two books. One is, we've talked about it before, it's called The Personal Chaser. It is by uh, Chota Akate. It is a sponsored book, so just keep that in mind. Um, Working on some erotic things, and it just got a big five-star review. What? By one of the top uh, erotica publishers out there, so good to go. Also... Tales of Monster Erotica Anthology Collection Book 2 by Justin McCormack. That sounds fun. In this sizzling anthology, the intrepid explorer Jonathan Woodcock is in for more sexual escapades as he has a run-in with a queer wolf, Alpha Daddy, the Phantom of the Opera, and, of course, the good old Count Shagula. I do love a good old Count Shagula. Yes. And And a queer wolf. You can find that over at Deep Desires Press. Deep oh, uh, Desires Press. Can I find that on um, Amazon? Um, I would imagine. Uh, I don't know. You can oh, imagine. You can look it you'll up. Have to send that to me. But uh, yeah, deepdesirespress.com. So. Deep Desires Press. So that is that. Hey, would you like to talk real quick about our sponsor? Of course. Currently, LGBTQ people of color in America have a disproportionately high rate of new HIV infections. Golden Rule Services wants you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. Pre-exposure, prophylaxis, or PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV infection. If you think PrEP may be right for you, visit your local sexual health clinic. All right. And also go over and leave us a comment at BigGaySexShow.com. Send us your feedback at show at BigGaySexShow. Give us a call at 408-692-4827. Once again, 408-692-4827. Also, that email address was show at BigGaySexShow.com. Join our Patreon page, patreon.com slash BGSS. Follow us on Twitter, which is non-safe for work, at Matt Ouija. Read us on Reddit at r slash Big Gay Sex Show. Follow us on Instagram at Big Gay Sex Show. And you can find all those links and more at allmylinks.com slash Matt Ouija. You good? I'm good. It's good to have you back. Yes, and I'm glad to be back in the world of the living. 
world of the living. I have made Keeping my choice to live. Together. Yes. Huzzah, queen. <laughs> yes, queen. All right. Well, we will catch you in a couple weeks with some more fun and frivolity Frivolity. From lovey land. Frivolity, my balls. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Don't forget, send us, uh, send us your emails, your topics, your comments, all that good and stuff. And your aspects. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Dick pics, too. All works. Just be over 18, It all please. spins, baby. All right. Bye. Love you. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.